Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3, HD4, and DCRadio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and I'm excited about today's guest and the topic. Um, Candace Mickens is the lead massage therapist of Sacred Touch Bodywork. Her mission is to reconnect the body with the mind and spirit through enhancement of body awareness and various body modalities in a safe and secure environment. Sounds peaceful already. Sounds peaceful already. <laughs> she is adept at delivering Thai massage, deep tissue, and Swedish massage therapies via a table or a chair in private settings and actually all over. Um, she is a certified yoga teacher, and her mantra is touch is sacred and is the guiding force of all of her activities. So, welcome, Candice. Thank you for being in the sanctuary. Thank you, Wendy. It's it's truly an honor to be here in your sanctuary this morning. Yes. Well, thank you. So when people think about massage, this is what's in my brain. I am thinking uh, at the um, spa mm-hmm. um, or I'm thinking about when people just get their hair and their nails and their toes did and mm-hmm. then they say, I'm getting a massage, mm-hmm. right? And then I picture like the white robe. Um, and that's what I picture. And honestly, my own experience with massage is wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. My first massage ever, like 15, 20 years ago, this man, basically, uh, I felt like I was abused. Mm. The touch was so painful. He was, um, and he asked me what I wanted in the beginning. He mm-hmm. was like, do you want soft, medium, or deep tissue? And mm-hmm. my brain said, don't say that deep tissue. That already <laughs> didn't sound good to me. So I, um, and it was my first massage. Mm-hmm. So I was taken and I was given a gift certificate to go to a massage place. So it, it was, you know, all beautiful and serene until he started touching me. And he traumatized me pretty much from that experience. And so I never got another massage really probably until 2014, Mm. which, you know, I just was turned off from it. And I just didn't see how people thought it was so cool. And then one day I decided, okay, through a Groupon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, let me go ahead and experience, you know, another massage. And she asked me again what I wanted. And I told her, I'd like a soft to medium. And I told her my story so she understood where, what my frame of reference was for my, you know, hesitation. Mm -hmm. And then she did it and it was perfect. And so then from then on, I've been able to allow the touch Mm -hmm. and allow um, myself to be able to go get massages and actually look forward to massage. So Mm -hmm. from your point of view, how did you even get into Mm. massage? Well, one, I want to talk about a few things that you brought up. Okay. Because literally, I feel like um, I had tears come to my eyes when you mentioned your experience. Yes. Because you mentioned words like trauma and touch. And I think there are a lot of people that associate touch with trauma, whether it's in a massage setting or just within their own personal life. And, you know, that is something that it really... It's upsetting mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people, I'm sure, that have had that type of experience. So I'm going to talk some more about trauma and touch and how it uh, shapes our, our thinking later. Okay. But I also okay. wanted to bring up, you mentioned uh, that massage conjured 
images of a nail salon. And I think that a lot of us women, uh, especially that go to the nail salon, sometimes that's the only professional massage that we have or at least Correct. that we're introduced to is right. when we get our pedicure and we get the hydrotherapy and we get a sea salt scrub and mm-hmm. so now we're um, touched and we have a little massage on the uh, the calves on the feet and we all lay back in the nice massage chair that is also vibrating on our back mm-hmm. and we have a good experience and that's why a lot of people really like to go to get their their nails done right so I wanted to mention that because basically two different images were conjured in your story one of relaxation and peace okay and another of oh this experience is painful yeah and I think that that you know, you have that those ends of the spectrum um, when you think about massage. Right. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. so now relaxation. I I noticed my sister is a masseuse actually, mm-hmm. and so she gave me a massage yesterday after a long day of serving women and supporting women, and I felt like I couldn't even hardly relax mm-hmm. to allow the the touch. Mm-hmm. So can you explain to us, so you talked about um, the different spectrums mm-hmm. of it. So talk to us about what it, like what is the purpose of massage? What almost is the history, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe like the modern history mm-hmm. and then the ancient history of massage and what it can do for you? What are the benefits mm-hmm. that it can, can give you? Because I know what the benefits are in my brain. I know all these things in my brain. But when I actually was sitting down in the chair, I couldn't get myself to, you know, she kept saying, breathe, <laughs> breathe, relax. So yeah. history mm-hmm. and then even how you came to it. Okay, so one of the things that when you talk about massage and history, I heard you mention that um, your sister is a masseuse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you'll ask most people these days, there's a concerted effort to change even the languaging and the term of how you um, refer to people who do massage. Okay. And not as a masseuse, which that was a common term a a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's generally more acceptable to say massage therapist and the reason being is that the profession is you have to be licensed in most states there Mm -hmm. are a few states in the u.s that don't require a license and you have to go through literally almost in most states uh 600 500 600 hours of training in anatomy and and you are actually trained as a therapist okay so So therapy right yes but many years ago in this country, um, that wasn't the case, and okay. it was called a masseuse. And then there were um, occupations that were a fine line between uh, massage and sensuality right. and sexuality, even right. prostitution. Okay. So there's all mm-hmm. these dynamics that are brought up and conjured into people's minds when they when you say massage, okay, even yes. if you bring it down to your intimate, interpersonal level, most people think of massage between the, um, themselves and their, their spouse or their mates right. as a sensual act. Right, okay. Not necessarily as a therapeutic act. Okay, And right. it can be a sensual act, mm-hmm. you know? I don't think that there's a problem in saying that massage can be a sensual therapy a, a sensual activity between two consenting adults. I've always enjoyed those. <laughs> yes, I, I enjoy it too, that. you yeah. know. However, um, I think the most um, uncommon aspect of massage is that it actually is a form of therapy. Okay. And I will just say that in the state of Maryland, and I'm licensed in the state of Maryland and the state of D.C., okay. the state of Maryland has two designations for massage therapy for licensing requirements, and an actual licensed massage therapist mm-hmm. is actually considered a healthcare professional oh, wow. in the state of Maryland. Oh, yes, wow, okay. and can work in hospital settings and wellness oh, um, wow. centers. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. well, that's good. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so now the history, what mm-hmm country like where did this come from and how did it come to the west Mm-mm. and did it come to the west in its most pure form because i know that a lot of times modalities don't come to the west in their most pure form yeah. i almost <laughs> want to say i want to bow out of this question because okay. even in uh massage school we learned about the history and how it came to be in uh the states and there's a lot of and i'm not a history buff okay and, okay but 
the reason I say that, because even in massage school, I remember going through that like day one. And the truth is there are hieroglyphs uh-huh. in Egypt on yeah. the pyramid walls yeah. of people um, doing massage okay. and body work. Yes. Right? And so, but yet no one points back to Africa as being the origin of this body of work. Of course not. And right. so, therefore, yeah, I can tell you what I've been taught and regurgitate, but I, I right. would prefer to say, to me, I had one teacher who tell me bodies bend the same way all over the world. All over the world. And so where you have land, you have medicine. Okay. And where you have, so that means that no matter where you are, you are going to have herbs, plants, food items that are there for your healing. Okay. Right? Okay. And we all have bodies. And therefore... We've always had bodies. So no one, to me, no one has a um, a sanction on where, who touched who first. Right, who touched who first. If, if, if you dropped a huge rock onto your toe, right, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to scream in pain and then you're going to look for some help if you can't help yourself. Yeah, but you're going to reach for your toe. Yeah. Oh, ow! And you're going to start rubbing, rubbing your it. toe. That's that's, right. that's going to be the first thing that you do. Okay. You may even run to the nearest cold river, the cold lake, because now it's created some level of heat and, okay. and fire. You cool and, it down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the reason I make that example is because that tells us that there have always been bodies Mm-hmm. And there have always been modes of healing okay. for That's our fair. for our body, and so we can say, "Oh, it started in China. It started in India. It started in you know the Greeks started it, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. then this person put a name on it over here and called it Swedish and called it deep tissue, and you know that information is out there. We can all right. we can all Google, Google that. that. Okay. But for me, I am more interested in what is the spiritual therapeutic aspects of what body work is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what are the spiritual aspects of what body work is? Mm -hmm. And what attracted you to it? Okay. So I think what attracted me to body work and massage therapy in general is my own healing. Okay. Um, I think it was a circuitous route in that my own evolution evolution is how I have gotten to everything. Okay. It's about it's a selfish comment, but it's about me. No, that's you know, right. We're walking through this life. Each we can say, "Oh, this is about everybody else," but really, we're all chasing our own healing. Yes, right? we are. Absolutely. And so, I've been doing that in various forms as it relates to the body, okay. whether that has been West African dance, whether mm-hmm. that has been Qigong, it's been the martial arts, it's been yoga and massage. Okay. And I also have, um, in the past, I have struggled, as a lot of people in this country do, in America, struggled with anxiety okay. um, as well as depression. Okay. But, um, and so I found for my own personal, during my own healing journey, that massage was there, very therapeutic okay. um, to help with issues and symptoms of anxiety. Okay, so, okay. Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. what, when the hands touch, so somebody comes in mm-hmm. and they lay on your mat, and I have laid on her mat, mm-hmm. what do they get? Like what is happening maybe chemically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, spiritually. Mm -hmm. What is happening when you're touching them? What is your intention? Their intention is to come and get relaxed. Your intention is to what? And how does it kind of like biologically, physically work? Mm -hmm. So in general, to go back um, a few questions, when you said, you know, what are the benefits of massage? And so you have where you have increased blood flow. Increased okay. uh, blood c- circulation. Okay. You have increased movement of your lymphatic fluids, which helps to eliminate the toxins out of your body. Um, you have a release of muscle tension, which mm-hmm. a lot of us are are clear on d- due uh-huh. to muscle compressions. You have a situation where your parasympathetic nervous system is increased, and that goes into you know, we've all heard of the fight or flight. Fight or flight, okay. Right? When we're, we're faced with a bear, we're faced with an attack, you know, right. our first thing is it's really fight, 
flight or freeze, correct? Right. So we're either going to fight, we're going to uh, we're going to run, right. or we're going to freeze because our nervous system stops. So that's the sympathetic uh, state. Okay. Unfortunately, in the way Western society now, we're always on the run. Right. We're always we've got this to do now with smartphones and technology, all of these things. We're always in that sympathetic state. We are. We're, we're, we're sitting on edge. Um, the parasympathetic state is the state of the body that's in relaxation. That's the state where all of your healing work is done. Okay. That's the state that where you are in homeostasis, where all of the seen and unseen things are occurring with your body, where your right. breathing has become regulated and has become s- slower and you're reoxygenating the blood. Okay. So the more we can put the body in a parasympathetic, parasympathetic state, state okay. the more we can encourage the body to heal. Okay. So um, that's just the background. So there's there's so much to the the body work even before we get on the mat. And I appreciate you saying the mat. Yeah. (laughs) Because as I'm gonna talk some more about time massage because people like massage and mat. They don't what is she a wrestler? (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay. Um so I'm gonna just say as far as preparation. Mm For me, even while in massage school, so just to give you a little background, because before I went to massage school, I didn't know what people did in massage school. Like, okay. what are you doing in there for 18 months, literally? 18 months. Yeah, I went to school for 18 months. It's total 600 hours. Wow. I was in school um, all day. You know, different programs have different, you know, you could go multiple times a week or you could go all day, but it's really around 600 hours. Wow. And the funny thing is, is that when I went and decided to go to massage therapy school, um, I forgot that on the table, and this is for deep tissue in Swedish, you know, your regular massage that you think of when you think of a massage on a table. Yes. Like, oh my God, we have to all get undressed in the room right. together. Right. right. I didn't think that through. And if you would have saw myself and all the classmates I bet. <laughs> together, like, oh, today's the day where we all have to disrobe, disrobe and get on the table right. and learn how to drape. I mean, I literally was a deer in headlights. Right. I did not think this through. Right. So, but the reality is a massage therapist doesn't see a person naked. Okay. And if it is, if they're seeing that, I don't know where you're at. You're in some type of other. Right. That's not the state you're supposed to be in. <laughs> That's not. I have not seen anybody naked on the, on the massage therapy table. Right. So just to make that clear, and that also comes back down to some of your trauma concerns and perceptions. Yes. Is that um, you are draped. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. you could choose to uh, disrobe down to your comfort level, up okay. to including being naked. Okay. And that has a functional reason. Okay. Because you can have your glutes, you know, your glute max, your glute medius, your glute minimal, okay. minimus, uh-huh. which basically is your buttocks. Your butt. Yeah. Your butt. <laughs> Just with your booty. Right. You know, there are muscles in there. Okay. Right. And so to do a stroke from your ankle all the way up, to your your buttocks and up through your thigh, mm-hmm. you if you have on clothes and there's ways to drape to just only reveal that line. Okay. Um, so that's necessary. So I just wanted okay. to 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 give that imagery. Yes. So that's one aspect of okay. even going through massage therapy school. I had to face one being touched mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. touching. Right. And I will offer that. You can't touch someone without them touching you back. Hmm. If I touch you, you're touching me. Right. Right. It's an exchange. I'm right. Not, an exchange. I'm not just touching you. Right. We're touching each other. And so getting to the question of what happens when you get on the table, I had to get to what happens within me. Well, before we get into, okay, what happens when you come see me right. as a as an empath and a sensitive Right, as am I. As most, a lot of people are. Yeah. Even whether they know it or not. Right. Um, And you can determine some of these things are are common when you have troubles going into large crowds. Right. You have a a deep level of empathy towards uh, another person and what they're feeling. Maybe they're sick. You walk away from a person or a conversation and now you're feeling 
you know, a little drained or you have a headache. Mm-hmm. You know, those are mm-hmm. empathic uh, things that occur. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is why I got my massage yesterday because mm-hmm. I was in Harlem for three days and the hustle and bustle of it. I've forgotten, you know, I live where I live. It's a little bit more peaceful. Right. And then I went and I did a two day retreat for women all day. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I'm drained. Yes. So the being able to have a massage therapist who's my sister was mm-hmm. even more dope to me. Um, so I get it. So that, that those are the things like. So I want to I mm-hmm. do want to like touch one thing about modern stress. So we're talking modern stress. Mm-hmm. Candace mentioned the running from a bear like in ancient times that's what they kind of talk to you about when you're learning about the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system but we have those same types of stressors and we haven't evolved past how our body wants to protect us Mm -hmm. from those stressors so we can think in ancient times it might have been a bear but now we're thinking the five emails that just popped up, mm-hmm. the phone, somebody's calling you and, and the texts are going off. And then we're hearing all these modern sounds that our body is not used to. You um, hear the text messages going and you want to answer it, but you can't because you're in a meeting or you're on a conference call. So all those things create underlying stress, not to mention whatever happened in the morning with your partner, good or bad, or maybe what's going on with your your uh, your child. So you get to work. You've been sitting in the traffic in D.C. for however many hours to get there. You get here, you go straight to a meeting, and then it's the ding, bing. We need this meeting. That's the same thing as what it would equate to as the bear back in ancient times coming. So your body goes into fight or flight. Your body starts to produce the cortisol that comes up, and it wants to help protect you. And your body goes, and we won't go through it, but your body goes through a whole bunch of different things when the cortisol pops up and then you you don't go to the bathroom and you get ready to run but in our case back in indigenous times they could run from that bear or freeze or those things that you mentioned here we're just sitting sitting still and we're not being able to uh, get rid of that energy to Mm -hmm. get the energy out where if you're running then you can get the energy out. So we have the bings, the dings, the telephone, the meeting that we just came in. Then we know we have to sit in the traffic on the way home. and But we're sitting at our desks. Right. And, and that goes um, into uh, with what I was discussing about empathy. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned about indigenous practices. Mm-hmm. because And then that gets into the spiritual aspects of mm-hmm. body work. We're talking okay. about all of the bodies. Yes. This, the, the physical body as well as the unseen bodies, yes. the mind-body-spirit paradigm. Yes. And that's what I'm interested in educating about that integration, okay. especially as it relates to how we function here in the States with the bears always sitting at our desk with right. us. The, you know, it's <laughs> not a one-time occurrence once in, you know, every few months, mm-hmm. like in a, in, a, in a place where things were slower in a more of a traditional uh, environment, right. you know, our bear is always there. It always never there. leaves. And mm-hmm. so it comes back down to what are our spiritual uh, practices? Okay. What are our self-care practices? Correct. What, how do we even take a moment to look at ourself and see, okay, this is how I react in this situation. When right. do we breathe? And that, that, that goes back right. to the most fundamental of everything breath the breath yeah and so the breath is we need it to physically survive we're all breathing because or else we be in the morgue right right Right. Right? we're all breathing Mm -hmm. however we're not conscious of our breath right and so a lot of times the simple act of a massage no matter what type of massage and we'll get into all those different aspects of massage okay but what i find here when I've had the privilege and the honor to touch a person is that just allowing a person to relax mm-hmm. and to breathe right, and to stop. Right, which is it, why my sister kept telling me yesterday, just breathe. Just breathe. Right. And most times we don't get that. We don't, there are a few times when people will allow themselves to just set their phone to the side, set the computer to the mm-hmm. side, and 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 just be present. Right. And so a lot of times with massage, because the the massage therapist, um, I know there are people who 
claim the term healer, and I understand I'm in a healing profession, I get that. Right. Um, but I also understand that I'm not the one who heals. Right, we heal ourselves. I, I, I am the one that sits as a conduit right. to allow the healing to the, occur, whether right. that cir- circuit is the creator right. or through your own body's natural harmonies. Right. You have, we have all the capacities we do. to heal already. I love that. And we just, as a, as a massage therapist and a body worker, we just facilitate mm-hmm. that healing. And a lot of times just allowing a person a moment to be present with themselves. Right starts they'll just automatically maybe go to sleep but some people it takes a minute mm-hmm. it doesn't happen well, just as soon as they lay down <laughs> you know in this society and culture we're not taught that we can heal ourselves we used to know it our great 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 grandmothers mm-hmm. knew it that's why they had the herbs and they did certain things but we're taught that we have to give our power to other and like you said healers like I don't consider myself a healer when I hear people say that I just think that's their choice of word for myself I'm like the guide on the side I mm-hmm. just like help guide and usher you and provide the sanctuary, a.k.a. the space, to hold space for you to be able to do it. Right. And then maybe tell you, you can do it. Mm -hmm. You were created, your body was created to heal itself. So many people don't have that message at all in the West. So I'm grateful that you know it and that you're able to share it in your way and that we are in um, a community of people who know that and are able to share it in our own ways to help support everybody else. Exactly. And that's why body work. And mm-hmm. that's why I prefer to talk about what I do in more of terms as body work. Yes, I'm a licensed massage therapist. Okay. Um, so, but that is under the umbrella right. of body work mm-hmm. because we're all working on our bodies from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep. We are. From the food choices that we make mm-hmm. to how we breathe, to how we move, to how we walk, to how we pray, mm-hmm. to how we meditate, mm-hmm. all of these things. Or not. To all of those or, things. Or not. Right. And all of those, all of those works uh-huh. affect our body. And so you can't separate out uh, massage or you you can attempt to mm-hmm. I just choose not to right because in and I'll speak on Thai medicine because I do specialize in Thai massage and I did study okay. in Thailand um, and as, I want to go back to that uh-huh. I want to hear about that experience yes um, but in Thai massage uh, massage is just one component of Thai medicine. Okay. Right? So there's all there's a spiritual aspect, there's a divinatory aspect, there's herbs, there's internal medicine, external medicine, and, and what that goes to, and that's the whole aspect of Eastern versus Western okay. philosophies. Okay. You know, Western philosophy, and you know, I was born here in, in America. I don't have a problem um well, I won't say it. well. I don't have a problem because there are some issues that right. I do have. But I was born here, right. so I'm not of a, a person who is just oh against everything Western, everything right. American. I'm not that person. But I've had the privilege to travel to over 26 countries over the past 18 years. Wow! And and a big part of those travels has allowed me to expand myself and understand that there are times here in the Western paradigm of things, that things are uh, segregated. Yes, They're not integrated. Mm-hmm. We look at, the doctor goes, we look at the physical, but he's not asking you, what is your emotional state? They'll Absolutely send you to not. the psychiatrist to ask you about your emotional state, but the, the psychiatrist or the psychologist is not asking you, what are you eating? Segmented. And they're not asking you, well, what herbs are you taking? Or how are you moving your body? You're going right. to eight different people. Right. To find out those things. And I get it that it's difficult to find that in one place. But the reality is you have to look at all of those things. Integrated. An integrated integrated approach. Exactly. You probably know it as holistic, Mm -hmm. but integrative is sort of the term that's used. But that's like the mind, body, spirit, the whole Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're always looking at the whole self and looking at what is the equilibrium for the whole self, right between mind, body, and spirit, right because we're in, we have a body, yes, you know, and, and those the most spiritual people, and you know, I speak mostly to African American um, uh, groups, especially ninety nine percent women, okay, and you know, I always say as 
African-American women, our spirituality has always been there. We could splice and dice and say what it is and how it functions and who kneels where and on what days and at what times. Right. But the truth is we all have this really strong spiritual connection. We do. Right. But how can you do your spiritual work when your body is falling apart when your body is polluted and if your body it's 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 a vessel and you're putting uh clean pure contents into a dirty vessel what's going to come out is dirty contents and and that's just what we have to face right and so you can say all day well i'm doing my spiritual work and i'm doing what god has called me to do and i don't have time to deal with my body well then i'd have to say you need to rethink what what you know your spiritual work right because Mm -hmm. it's being tainted through the processes that you're you're going through right so right mm-hmm. I get that so let's talk about the different types of massage mm-hmm. and then let's say for last let's say for last your in the different types your experience selecting Thai massage or maybe it's selecting you and mm-hmm. then you going to Thailand mm-hmm. and your experience there and what did that look like and why was it important for you to go there? to do it. So I think the first question was about what are the different types of mm-hmm, massage? Mm-hmm. Like we know Swedish. My, mm-hmm. you, you know what I think of? I think of watching, um, it must have been Caddyshack back in the day and they had this lady, this big burly lady <laughs> with a Swedish like braid in her hair. Okay. Her name was Helga and she was throwing those fools around. <laughs> she was just throwing them around and real hard. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of. So that is maybe one way well so and i'll do my best and i don't know i don't proclaim to know all of the different uh massage modalities but i can offer up um a little framework to at least the common ones which we know swedish and Mm -hmm. deep tissue okay so swedish is more it's a relaxing modality Mm. you use oil Mm -hmm. you have long strokes okay that so if you imagine if you're laying down you may start at you know the foot or the ankle and it's a long stroke okay. long, and it's even called the technique is a Swedish stroke uh, effleurage which is up okay. effleurage it sounds okay. so French it, it sure does. It a, it's a it's a long stroke okay. it's not a lot of pressure you're using you know a decent amount of oil you're gliding through it's very relaxing mm-hmm. it's crossing you know maybe your knee joint all the way up past your hip joint and okay. back again and Normally with Swedish, you're working towards the heart and that helps to facilitate, you know, the circulation of blood and oxygen and energy flow. Okay. So that's really, if you were to ask for Swedish, you want a relaxing oil. I just want to relax and go into a state of rest. Okay. So that's Swedish. Okay. Deep tissue. Now there's a misperception of deep tissue. Okay. Deep tissue, most people think, oh, hard, pain, right? My experience. Yes, and most people have that experience because deep tissue, they equate good therapeutic work with pain. Uh And that's not really what deep tissue is. Deep tissue is really... um, you are focused on a particular muscle. So you're getting down to, we have muscles that are on top. Okay, let's just use the calf, what we call the the calf that we're all familiar. The the pretty calf we work out when we wear high heels and it's got a nice, well, it's actually a a gastrocnemius. Well, that muscle that we're seeing, the, the most surface muscle, there's several muscles underneath of that muscle. Gotcha. So if you had problems with your calf, for instance, you would do deep work specifically focusing on those muscles and and their attachments as a, a very specific type of work. Okay. Now, of course, because you're getting to the deeper muscles, mm-hmm. that's what's called deep tissue. Okay. And you might find, because there are adhesions or tension in the muscle, you might find that that's painful right. and given the, the therapist who has varying levels of pressure, Yeah, that could be very, very painful. Uncomfortable. And, and uncomfortable <laughs> right. if you don't communicate with the person. So back to your very opening statement with your horrible experience, mm-hmm. um, 
it's important for the therapist to check in and say, okay, what is that pressure? And sometimes a therapist may even say on a scale of one to 10 with one Mm -hmm. being the most easeful Mm -hmm. and 10 being, you know, the most uh, pressure, Mm -hmm. where am I to get a gauge if you're saying, oh, automatically you're at an eight. Right. Well, then you, the therapist should back down right. off of that until the, the they get to the layers of the muscle, and then they get allow the um, person's system to adjust to that layer of pain. And the last thing on the the deep tissue is, you know, I don't have my pressure is not heavy. Okay. And so. Um, people who are used to, oh, they just want a truck, a Mack truck to land on them. As soon as I touch them, oh, my, more, more, I need more. It's okay. almost a, sometimes a masochistic type of behavior because right. they've learned, I need to feel pain. And that is, you know, somewhat of a, um, uh equivalent of how some people move through life. They're used, so used to pain. So used they, to they, pain. They, 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 they just want it. But the, right. re, but the reality is, if... Um, if I were to come up to you and just shove you, mm-hmm. you're naturally going to shove me back, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. you're going to race against me, and you're going to sh- your body's going to brace itself mm-hmm. and shove me back because right. it's why are you coming at me so hard? Right. You know, now you're in a defense mode. Right. Well, the the tissues in the body do the same thing. If you hmm. start going into the body at a level ten, your body is going to push back. against you which is defeating the purpose of the work you have to you know um and i'm going to use foreplay even though you know there's nothing sensual to this but okay it's the same way if a man is coming at you you, can't go running you can't just come off no you're like (laughs) brother (laughs) what's happening here right i'm gonna need you to ease and some hugs and some kisses and you know before we get to you know deep into our exchange right it's the same way with the body you have to work your way through the layers you have to get down into the tissues and when you do that it, the tissue and the muscle will open and allow you. And next thing you know, the person's like, I didn't even feel any pain, but wow, does that feel better? Right. And to me, that's right. the way I prefer to work. Yes. I, I don't prefer to just come in straight from the door to a to a level eight. One, I, I don't have that energy in me right. to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a it's a reprogramming of people's minds on what to expect. Right. With that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the reprogramming mm-hmm. of people's minds. And you hit about it. Mm-hmm. You hit it on it a little bit. But I do want to expand upon that because I think it's important and it's something that I'm learning for myself. So the idea of pleasurable touch and touch in general that doesn't have to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Right. So I talk about or I think about when I was young, when I would watch TV with my mom, she would just rub my back mm-hmm. or she'd always hold my hand. I do the same for my daughter when we're watching TV or when we're just around. I always just rub her back or rub her legs or whatever, just because I understand now the importance of touch human touch and when I um, do my retreats and my gatherings my goddess gatherings I always have the women hold hands Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning and a lot of times I have them give each other a hug because sometimes especially for women we don't often have a touch of another human being that's not with our significant other or somebody who shouldn't have been touching you you know what I'm saying and just uh, another authentic nice touch so and I and I started doing that and then I realized the reaction was so positive and then I started to just um, research it and just they say that um the studies show that a lot of human beings don't get touch anymore right. so even in church if you go to church you'll hear the pastor say hug your neighbor because mm-hmm. yeah. they know that that might be the only hug until next week mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and it's very important for our systems and our emotions and our anxieties and our stress to connect with each other. Thanks. So the pleasurable part, when you go to a massage, I know a lot of people, so, you know, a lot of people say, I don't want nobody touching me. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. want to get a massage. Yeah. So um, that's a lot. That was a mouthful. You yeah. talk for two hours. So like you stated in the beginning, um, my mantra is touch is sacred. Okay. And I say that because literally when I prepare to touch a person, I prepare as if, you know, I'm preparing an altar space. Okay. 
mm-hmm. because to touch your temple is a is an honor, right. right? Right. And it's one of the most powerful things that we can do. We were created by touch, right? It yes. took touch for us to come into to be conceived, right? Right. And when we were born, it took touch for us to come into this to this world, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then we greet people with touch. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of positive aspects of touch mm-hmm. on many spectrums that are non-sexual yes. um, aspects of touch. Yes. And then there's trauma. Yes. And those people that have said, I don't want massage because I don't want people touching me, mm-hmm. they've probably had a level of trauma right. that either they're aware of or they're unaware of right. or they refuse to look at. Okay? okay. And there are plenty of people that are like that. Yes. And that's okay. Yes. So there's a common um, saying within the body worker world, the body holds trauma. We've all Absolutely. heard that. The body holds trauma. Uh-huh. The body holds trauma. And yeah, the body holds trauma. Yeah. But what I, what I like to say is the body holds peace. Yes. The body holds joy. Yes. The body holds excitement love. and love. Right. The body holds all of these things. And what can we do to tap in to those aspects? A lot of times we tap into the trauma of the body. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Arthur, my Arthur's acting up. We right. name we name the pain. Right. And, uh, you know, oh right. my knees are hurting, my hips are hurting, my right. head's hurting. The only time we connect with touch in the body is through the trauma, through the pain. Right. As opposed to recognizing that when we are in a state of peace, when we are in a state of orgasm, when we're in a state of um just excitement, right. that we our our body is also being affected. Right. So but to, to talk about the uh, pleasurable and the non-sexual versus sexual, there are plenty of people who set aside any traumas that they've occurred through a right. sexual experience. Right. The only time that they've experienced pleasurable touch mm-hmm. is in some level of deep intimacy. Right. Right? Right. So they don't know what it feels like simply to have someone as you mentioned hold their hand right or to hold their own heart right. or someone else to place their hand you know on their heart right so in massage we're always looking for the space looking for ways to create space okay right where is there a blockage right that could be an energetic it could be an actual physical blockage but that's in life right where where are we stagnated? Right. And then what can I do to facilitate motion and movement right. to allow smooth flow? Right. So that's what we're doing on so many levels when we're, we're talking about body work, okay. um, which then can get us into you know, the Eastern energetics of yes. things because yes. that's really what it's all about is creating energy flow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... That's all amazing. It's all amazing. Um, so I want to talk about, so I went to Thailand mm-hmm. a few summers ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had my massages here. And, you know, I actually, because of stress, because of workplace stress, my doctor actually gave me a, a prescription for massage. Mm-hmm. So I did one a, one a, a month. And so... Amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Prescription. My mm-hmm. Insurance paid for yeah. it and everything. Right. So once I, you know, went through the whole year of that, then I realized that I needed to do it more often and I wanted to do it more often. So I took that year, I think, to become comfortable with the massage, mm-hmm. with the whole process, with the people draping me, with people like put your leg up and do this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, snap, my, this thing's about to fall down. Oh, she got it. Oh, mm-hmm. she got it. You know, mm-hmm. like just me and my brain Trusting. Just talking yeah. and saying all types of Lessons stuff. Lessons and right? trust. Mm-hmm. So went to, so then was excited to go to Thailand mm-hmm. and experience this massage and experience it at $5.62 US, <laughs> right? Because it was cheap, you know, the, the exchange was yeah. awesome. So where I might have been paying $80, $90 here, depending on where I was, depending on where I was, um, $5.62 for an hour, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the I got of off travel. the plane. <laughs> I got off the plane and was just like, the massage is the first place I'm hitting when I drop these bags. Mm-hmm. So I go and I look through the city and I just see so many different massage places and I just pick one. So I go there, it's dark. 
there's these young boys in there. They're just on their phones waiting for the next person, right? I didn't care because I'd been in a plane for 13 hours or however long I was in the plane. So I go in and then it's dark and then you can kind of disrobe a little bit and then they just come. And he was just pulling my back and pulling my arms and it was just a lot, right? Mm. It wasn't painful and it wasn't even uncomfortable. It was just different. It wasn't... um the typical the Swedish massage, which is probably what I got at the spa that I went to every once a month. So I kind of just was just like, mm, I'm not really that excited about coming back to this spot. Mm-hmm. But being in Thailand for two weeks or just traveling Asia for two weeks, I decided to try other spots. And so I tried another spot and it was a woman. Her place was beautiful. It was decorated beautifully. She explained the process. She, you know, she was very um, in tune with what was happening. And, And then after we had tea and, you know, she made an experience of it. And that's what I really appreciated about it. And I realized that there are different there are different people are in a different headspace mm-hmm. when they are coming to you um, to do massage. And but I just knew that Thai massage was popular. So now you have traveled. You, mm-hmm. you do. You're a licensed practitioner of Thai massage. Is that the proper term for it? Um I'm a licensed massage therapist, okay. but I also do Thai, uh, thai massage. massage. Okay. So Thai massage, actually, traditional Thai massage was started in the temples. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the Buddhist uh, monks were practitioners of Thai massage. So I wanted to to make that clear, clear uh-huh. because um, that gives you an element of how Thai massage was being used. Yeah. We already talked about. Um, yeah. And I studied actually in Wat Po, which is a, a temple. Yes. It's one of the um, many, many places for Thai massage. And we also talked earlier about traditional Thai massage, which is under a, a, a more concrete umbrella of Thai medicine. Okay. So that's body work in Thai massage is one aspect that goes into these other, you know, uh, aspects of Buddhism mm-hmm, being a mm-hmm. major integral part of Thai massage. Okay. So in Thailand, of course, over I think since the 80s, there was a big boom in the massage industry and uh, Westerners coming to mm-hmm. get massage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's layers of prostitution as right. well that we talked about, which has always had some level of history because in touch. Yes. And that still happens yes. in, in, in Thailand and everywhere else around the world. It's okay. not just um, Thailand. Right. And there's also a lot of Thai massage places that have popped up popped up okay. in Thailand that uh-huh. are geared towards, you know, the Westerner that's coming there, whether to mm-hmm. learn or to receive. Okay. So we know that anytime there's a dollar figure involved in it, the traditional aspects may fall by the wayside. Right. But okay. Um so I want to put that out there. But yes. traditional Thai massage is done fully clothed yes. and on the floor. Yeah. Um it is consists of uh stretches muscle compressions, as well as um, working with what's called for Thai people, the sin lines, which are energy lines. Hmm. We've heard of energy lines in the context of Chinese Chinese medicine medicine. with meridians Mm -hmm. or nadis in India. Mm -hmm. Um, And some there's, you know, some, uh, I guess, bickering back and forth between whether they correlate or not correlate. And I'm not, you know, the expert to say whether they do or they don't. But we do know that the body has pathways of energy. And the sin is basically what are the lines and pathways. I look at it as highways of the body that help to facilitate smooth, energetic flow. Okay, And so the point of Thai massage as opposed to when you're working with Western anatomy that's focused on specific muscle, muscular structures and fascia and tissues, mm-hmm. Thai massage follows certain energetic lines okay. and, and um, opening up the what they call the wind gates. Okay. So 
where there is stagnation, mm -hmm. then you're using your hands, your elbows, your feet um, to open up those places where energy has become stuck and is now causing you ill health okay. uh, in a simplistic uh, term. Okay. And I want to say also about Thai massage, true Thai massage practitioners practice the Y crew, which is uh, a prayer that's okay. done. Okay. And it's done um, not only just before a Thai massage session, it really is, is the intention is to be done on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And for me, that made sense because even in massage school, I do prayers prior to anyone coming to see me right. because I recognize how powerful of a matter it is um, to touch someone right. and then making sure that my vessel is is prepared and purified before I lay my hands on someone. Okay. So then ending up in Thailand and moving into this Thai massage modality and finding out that that is, you know, a regular practice mm -hmm. to honor. Mm -hmm. And in the Thai Y crew, um, they're predominantly uh, Buddhist okay. in uh, Thailand. And, you know, you do the prayers actually in honor of uh, Dr. We've heard of Dr. Shivago, mm -hmm. um, but his, his name is Dr. Jivaka Karma Kumabaka, okay. who basically treated the Buddha. He is from India, and um, so he actually is seen as the father of medicine, of Thai medicine in Thailand, gotcha. even though he is from India. Okay, and all. Uh, medical traditions in Thailand or the the Muay Thai kickboxers the uh, the nurses the doctors they all do a certain Y crew and mm -hmm. Y means like when you put your hands together and bow uh -huh. that's called a Y okay. which is respect okay um, and crew is teacher okay. so basically you're showing respect to your teacher, i.e. Yeah. the creator, the Dr. Shivago, your parents who are your first teachers, right. your sangha, which is your community. And Thai has a lot of um, uh, Buddhist precepts, you know, not, tr not killing, not stealing, you know, these things that also are very similarly found in yoga. Okay. Um, they're also very similarly found in the Bible yep. and in mm -hmm. uh, the Quran and, you know, all of these places around the world. It's basically a, a, a strong moral code. Right. So as a body worker, I believe yeah. you first and foremost have to work with your own uh, moral compass right. and make sure that you're staying clear before you start exchanging with someone else because right. it goes back to that vessel that's dirty right. and so you have to prepare yourself in the Y crew or a prayer or whatever the intention setting is how you prepare yourself before you come in contact with another okay so you how long did you study in Thailand I was only there for a few weeks and I've been studying Thai massage in varying formats in different places for the past almost two years. Okay. Um, but I was only in Thailand traveling for uh, two weeks. Okay. And one of the things that I noticed in Thailand, <clears throat> because as I said, I've traveled to almost, I don't know, I think 26 countries right. over 18 years. Yeah. A lot of my journeys are centered around Africa. Okay. A lot of my thought and understanding and beliefs um, are framed by Africa. Okay. And the thing that I saw in Thailand was one, their strong sense of spirituality Absolutely. and practice yeah. and the way they honor their ancestors. Every morning, and, I would see those yes. beautiful little flowers with the incense just right at every door. If it was at the store, the motorcycle shop, the the um, the healing house I stayed at, I loved that. It was so beautiful to Absolutely. Me. And so it just says that it's not segregated. The body, when we're talking about the bodies, we're talking about all of the bodies. Mm -hmm. And so if I had one thing to say, what did I learn in Thailand? Yeah, mm -hmm. I learned sequences that Wat Po specifically shows. You don't, for therapeutic Thai massage, you don't follow those specific sequences. They're okay. just like a kata in the martial arts. You learn those forms so that you, you know, you're not going to be in the street. Someone approached you to fight you. You're not going to pull out your, your kata and karate forms. You know, right. those are just how you train, how right. you learn the techniques. Um, but what I learned or what was reinforced in Thailand, which is what I've seen in Indonesia, I've had uh, massages in Indonesia, I've had mm -hmm. massages in China mm -hmm. um, and a lot of different places in Africa just traveling, mm -hmm. is that 
you know, throughout the world, we're more similar than we are different. We are. You know, and we are doing everything that we need to do for our own health and healing Mm -hmm. and coming into harmony with this mind, body, spirit. And there are many different approaches and how each practitioner Mm -hmm. that has the honor to be able to do this work comes and facilitates that healing I think is unique is as unique as the fingerprints, you know, that we each have. Mm-hmm. We each bring our own level of energy and healing and how we approach doing this work. Um, but there, we, we learn certain frameworks and time massage is just happened to be one that I've I've enjoyed because I get to use my whole body. Yeah. I get to not just stand at a table only and use my palms or my forearms. I get to use my feet. I get to stretch. I get to lunge. I get to reach. I get to bend. Right. That's (laughs) like a workout for you, too. Yeah. And it's a meditation. I'll, I'll be clear. Okay. The whole process, whether it's an hour, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours, you literally are going into meditation and it is a meditation of loving kindness and meta meta mm-hmm. and so you are ev- evoking and invoking compassion um for the being that is yourself and that is in front of you mm-hmm. so i think that is the the true um the true principle throughout life not just in in body work mm-hmm. is how are we cultivating our love right. for each other and right. for humanity right and so that's the pieces that i'm doing in healing events it's why i'm i'm interested in 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 speaking at group events i specifically love to work with uh women's events but Mm -hmm. i have one coming up in october that is a mixed group of people okay but you know the work that we do is really centered about around how are we healing ourselves, which is never-ending work it doesn't we don't just come to a place right but in everyone's place the true work comes that when you've gone through enough healing that then now you can share what you have healed and help other people to come into their own space right that's the work that we need to do okay so we have just a few minutes before we wrap up but i'd like to talk about how our listeners can infuse this into their Mm self-care aka self-preservation every day so instead of having it be something that you get get your mom on mother's day or it's a special thing how important is it for us to think about it more just as a part of what we do Mm -hmm. i think first just becoming more body aware how do you sit in your car how do you drive with your shoulder hitched forward two inches the the wallet that the brothers are sitting on um in their back pocket that creates an inch different between the hips. Mm-hmm. How are you walking? How are you carrying that heavy bag on the one shoulder? Mm-hmm. How are you mm-hmm. nursing the baby only on one side? Paying attention and coming into awareness of how you use your body and where the, the stagnations are is the first and foremost thing that we can do, and which really is how are we breathing as well? I should right. have said that first. Right. How are we breathing and then how are we becoming aware of our body? Right. And then seeking out the myriad of body workers that can assist you in facilitating that body awareness. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like I like that because I've been becoming more aware. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to become more aware of my breath and breathing mm-hmm. in a full way and um, also even driving, I'm always like, like chilling on the mm-hmm. side, like mm-hmm. my right side. I'm just chilling there, and I'm sure, like when I was 13, they said I had scoliosis. Mm-hmm. I had my book bag on one side forever. So now I'm mindful of carrying things, trying to keep everything balanced. Um, and then, like you said, I did it this morning on the way here. Like I shifted, right? To to just put the energy and, and put you know mm-hmm. the balance to the other side of I me, mean, my left side, so that I could. You know, I don't want to be. Yeah, over. especially and I don't when we have these out. long commutes and, right. you know, you spend a lot of time in those positions. Right. So really focusing on where do I bring myself into balance and what is my alignment? Right. And that is for everything. That's for everything. How do where am I out of balance? Right. 
how can I bring myself into greater alignment? And right. that that's the key for everything. So we just implore you listeners, this was so awesome, Candace. Thank you for sharing. You. Now, I was sitting here taking notes. I got a whole uh, education <laughs> about massage. And one time I heard Candace talking and she talked about the pleasurable part of it. And that's when I was like, no, she has to come and tell everybody <laughs> this because, you know, everybody doesn't have an idea that touch can be and should be in many occasions a pleasurable thing and there are people who come with this with the vessel and with the pure vessel that she has one of the people who can help facilitate that so please search those people out look for those people because they're here and it's good for your body it's mm -hmm. good for you integratively holistically the mind body and spirit so please look for those people again thank you for sharing your your wisdom with us um thank you everybody for coming to the sanctuary you can find me on instagram at awaken and heal and on the web at goddess-awaken.com we look forward to seeing you next week in the sanctuary